What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Bree Speaks Unscripted with your girl Bree Speaks. Um, y'all, this is part three. We didn't made it to part three. Like, this is this is good for me. Like, y'all don't even know. Like, to record these episodes and to actually get this content out to people is I don't know, it's refreshing to me because when I listen back to the first part and I listen back to part two, um, I was just like, wow, I'm really giving some good advice that's going to help many. And I know it's not going to touch everybody because some people already know this stuff or feel like they know it and they just not doing it or whatever the case may be. But this is going to help somebody that didn't know this stuff or knew it and was like, okay, she sound like she doing it success successfully. So maybe I can too. And so I just I just really hope that this is helping somebody, that is touching somebody, that y'all getting ready to leave them relationships, toxic, abusive, whatever it may be, or just you grew apart from the person. Just get ready to leave, get ready for your healing journey and just just do it. You know, life is short. You can be here today and gone tomorrow and who wants to be in something they're not happy in? You know what I'm saying? Like do what makes you happy. If I haven't learned anything during my healing stages that I've learned that only I am going to put me first. Only I am going to make me happy and I have to do the work to do that. And, you know, I, I don't want to waste any more time not doing it. So that's where I am on my journey. I hope that you are somewhere on your journey in the middle of this or, you know, or you're getting started. And so I just hope that this is, you know, helping people, you know, your girl been really invested in herself. I just did a um, relationship boot camp one-on-one. It was for singles and married people and people who are in relationships. And it was with, um, the Dr. Vernon's of the word church, him and his first lady. And they had, uh, pastor Mike McClure on there, Kiki Sheard, um, Darius Daniels. They had Jamal Bryant and they were really dropping some good gems, like really talking about, you know, how to be in your single life and how to pick right and how to keep a marriage up. And, you know, it was really good information. And, you know, one day I'll give that to y'all. But, you know, if you really want to watch it, they put it up on YouTube on the Word Church page. So really go and watch that back. And um, I pay extra to be in the Zoom to be able to actually ask questions and stuff like that. So I thought it was amazing. Um, you know, I'm in my part of healing that we're going to talk about today. And this is the, you know, part, part two of the healing stage, but this is part three of the living single series. And this part of your healing stage is, you know, after all the crying and the ups and downs and, you know, you starting to you know, you're starting to feel good again. Like I know I said that in the last one where you feel good one day and the next day you're down, but in this part of healing, you actually start to feel really good. And I think um, in this part of your healing stage is where you start to love on yourself more, you're building your confidence back up, you know, 
it's just you know you you ready you just ready to to be all that you can be and this is the part of the healing stage that I like this is the part of the healing stage and I I don't I almost don't want to call it the healing stage it's more so of like you're coming out of coming out of the healing stage and you're finally deciding now to work on you like in the last part we were crying and you know finding our support system and detoxing from stuff and crying it out and being kind and doing self-care and you know rediscovering yourself and now this is the part where you're rediscovering yourself and this is where you you are getting to know yourself better and you're liking who you're becoming and so um in this part i want to talk about how you know you are healed or that you are healing so that you can go ahead and move on to the next step so some of this stuff i'm going to say is researched okay ain't nothing wrong with a little research you always research when you are doing something um but yes, uh, some of this is research and then some of this stuff is from experience of how I know that I am healing. And um, one of the things that, you know, I was doing my research and I looked up and it said that the emotional ups and downs feel less intense. So I remember in the last part, I said, you're going to have those up and down days. You're going to be up one minute and crying the next they're going to feel less intense. I believe you're still going to have them because I still have my days, but they're, they're not as intense. They're way spaced out. Like I think in the beginning, I felt like they were every other day or they were coming to me back to back or they were every week. And now I feel like I'm up and I'm staying up for a longer period of time. And if I have a down day, I'm feeling my feelings, like I told you guys in the last part, but I'm not sitting in them. Like I'm letting my feelings, you know, flow and I'm feeling them and then I'm getting out of it. I'm like, okay, how can we fix this? How can we move on from this? How can we, you know, deal with these feelings that I'm having? And so they're they're not as intense now. You know, you don't have to, you know, cut off all communication with everybody and just be depressed and down and you know it's less intense you feel you feel good about you know where you are and you know yourself enough even if you don't know yourself fully by now you know yourself enough to pull yourself out of that like you're okay with feeling your feelings but now okay here we are we felt them next day let's get back up let's let's do what we need to do um Another way that you know you are healing is that you have forgiven yourself and you have forgiven others, other parties involved, which would be your ex. Um, And that's not saying that you're not healed if you haven't, but I think that um, forgiveness is a long journey. Um, Some people will have you believe that it's just overnight. Um, And it may be like that for some people, but I believe that uh, forgiveness is something that you have to keep praying about, that you have to keep working on because you could say, I forgive this person and then out of nowhere, something will come up and it'll, you know, trigger you. So, you know, that does happen. Things trigger you and, and you'll bring it back up or it'll, you know, hurt you again or make you feel some type of way. And then you just got to 
oh lord help me to really forgive this like you got to keep praying about it you got to keep working at it because forgiveness is not an overnight thing for most and um but yeah and i think when you are healing and you you're getting to the end of that healing stage you have forgiven yourself and you know for the part you play you forgiving yourself for the things that you let transpire for the way you treated yourself or beat yourself up you forgiving yourself fully and then when i say others not only are you forgiving you know the past relationship and the person that you were in a relationship with but sometimes when you go through healing old things come up old traumas old childhood things and you know, or things that you went through in the past that caused you to be a certain way to allow your relationship to get to where it was or to allow you to be in the space that you're in now. And so you start forgiving those people in your life and forgiving, you know, past traumas and your family, your your parents, your old friends and, you know, stuff like you don't necessarily have to go to them, but you are forgiving them within yourself. Like, you know, you know, I forgive that situation. That was a time where I was, you know, in a bad space or or they didn't know any better or you just decided to let it go and that it's not going to have power over you anymore. So I think that when you're in a stage where you're open, at least open to forgiving yourself and forgiving others, you are healing. This is how you know you are healing and that you are becoming healed. Um, becoming healed means... Um, that you've gained a greater understanding of yourself and this is this is the part where you know after you re- rediscovered yourself you're starting to realize who you are you know you're starting to realize and understand what it is you what you want what you tolerate what you won't tolerate you know your understanding of you know how your heart is and how forgiving you are and you know things like that like I've always known that I have a big heart and I give people the benefit of the doubt and in my healing stage I have learned that everybody doesn't deserve the benefit of the doubt and that some people are who they are like um I saw a post and it was like key to whatever you know to what I was learning at the time of Kiki Palmer talking about her sister saying that people are who they are and that Kiki was being optimistic about who they could become. Like you may see that potential in people, but believe who they are right now. Like don't give their potential the benefit of the doubt or don't give their potential a chance to treat you any type of way. You wait until they're that person to treat them the the way they're supposed to become because I feel like now potential is off the door for me. And and I love, you know, I can I love to see potential in everybody, but I think that now looking for the potential in people and letting them have a pass because I know they have the potential is 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 over for me. Like who you are now and who you're showing me now is what it is. And until you show me the person that I believe that you can be, I'm going to treat you accordingly because that's how you're treating me. You're not treating me any any different. So understanding that, you know, who you are and who people are around you and just having that understanding of what you will tolerate and what you won't. 
and what you really want out of life. It's it's a new feeling. Um, I can't really explain it because I'm I'm stepping into it now myself, and I'm really starting to believe in myself and become more confident in understanding who I am and that my heart is big and that that's okay. I just can't give that to everybody, but I'm never going to compromise or change who I am for others. There'll just be a boundary there, or I just won't have you in my life. And that's just what it is now for me going forward. I know who I am. I know the type of person I am to people. And if you can't be that to me, then you don't need to be around me. Like, reciprocity is everything to me and I'm just really realizing that today um when I did the boot camp I kind of wrote down um he had us write down what our non-negotiables were and um I was writing down my non-negotiables for a relationship and reciprocity is one that's a non-negotiable for me if I'm giving you love and I'm giving you you know all of me, if I'm giving you all these things and, you know, bigging you up, giving you support, giving you love, speaking into you, affirming you, giving you respect, I need that back. I need that back from you because it's not fair. And I'm in a space now where I'm tired of pouring into people and giving people all the things that they're not able to give back to me. And, um, one thing that my pastor said is you have to start evaluating whether people are, um, are they incapable of doing those things or they, you know, or do they just not want to? Like, if you're incapable, that's a different thing. Like, if you can't do them, then we could talk about and communicate, you know, how we can move forward and how I can help you to be able to do those things. But if you just don't want to do them, like you're capable, but you're not willing, is what he said. If you're capable, but not willing, then what are we talking for? What are we doing? What, what are we doing right now? Because if you don't want to do those things for me, there's no way that you can love me. If I'm giving that to you, and I think real reciprocity is if somebody's giving you something, and you you if you truly love that person, you want to give that back to them times more, times 10. You want to give it back to them. So that's just me stepping into and just talking right now i'm just really amazed at where my mindset is because if y'all knew me uh maybe a year ago you probably would be like shoot maybe a couple months ago my mindset was not here and so understanding truly understanding who you are and what you bring to the table and just knowing what you'll accept and what you won't accept is a, a great indicator that you're healing. And, and you know, you know, like you're, you're ready. You know who you are. And yeah, it's still some things that I'm learning. But to be in that space of knowing what you want and knowing who you are is the first step. Um, ooh, that was good, y'all, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> um Another way you know you are healing is you have insight into why the breakup occurred. You know, um, you know why it occurred. And, and most of the time you figure this out in the beginning. You know why it occurred, especially if you left. You know why the breakup happened. You know, so I'm not going to spend too much time on that. I'm just going to say that if you know why it happened and why it needed to happen, you good. You are in a space of understanding 
that that needed to happen in your life and you're understanding why it needed to happen because now you're coming into all the things that you're like, wow, I would have never figured that out figured that out about me had I not broke up with this person or this opportunity would have never came if I didn't break up with this person or I would have never discovered why he was this way you know or why this happened or you know anything or discovering that you were in something that you you know like um just saying that if you were in something like emotionally abusive when you're in it you don't know that and when you come out of it and you start digging deeper into yourself and learning yourself and healing you might realize like dang i was in an emotionally abusive relationship or this person was gaslighting me the whole time or he was narcissistic or you know whatever the case may be or he did not truly love me you know you start to figure these things out you have that insight um Another way you know you're healing is you find yourself looking for, you know, looking forward to the future instead of the past. Like the past is behind you. You don't want nothing else to do with it. You are healed from it. You are learning from it and you are ready for the future. You are ready to, you know, to be all you can be, to step into your purpose, to find your your husband or wife. You are ready. You're looking to the future. You're trying to figure out what you can do to to be all of that to be in your future you know what is next for you 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 are thinking about those things you making vision boards you making plans you writing in your journal you know that's those are things that you start to do when you are healing because when you're in a, a depression or when you're in that first part of the ugly part of healing you don't want to think about no future you just like you know and Sometimes you're thinking about the future of, is are we going to get back together? I'm not talking about that type of future. I'm talking about, you know, what your future means without that person, what your future is in this new you, you know, and in the beginning stages, you can't think about none of that because you're so focused on the past of what you could have done or what that person could have done and where y'all could have been if this happened. And, you know, so you can't focus on those things. But when you start to focus on those things is when you know you are healing because you are ready to to get back out there and live your life. Um, um, another one would be, um, and most of this stuff is from research, guys, This, but I'm just giving my opinion on it. Um, I kind of just wrote down the points. But another one um, that... I found is you can embrace the good along with the bad of your old relationship. And for me, that just means um, that you just accepted. You've accepted the things that, you know, that happened. You realize what good happened and what bad happened. You realize that that person wasn't the only one and some things you could have worked on better and you're working on them and you're okay with how that went. And you've come to the point where, you know, it might have been some times where that person was a good person to you and y'all might have had some good times, but they are not good for you. And I think um, that's a good space to be in where you're like, you know what, I'm not mad at you. You know, you're probably you're not a bad person on the inside is why I was able to stay with you for so long. Um, but maybe we're bad for each other. 
and knowing how the relationship went, you were bad for me. So, you know, maybe you'll find somebody else that you're good for and I'll find somebody else that I'm good for and that's good for me, but you just were not good for me. You were bad for me and, you know, that doesn't make you a bad person. And now I can embrace that and accept that that's okay. We just were not for each other. And we had good times and there were bad times, but it's over now. So basically that's um, a true sign of knowing you've healed because you're not harboring on what could have been done better and all that. You're, you've accepted that it is what it is. Um, I think um, another indicator that you are healing is uh you've accepted your flaws and you're okay with that and this is another part of knowing yourself too so getting to know yourself um you figure out there's a lot of things that you're flawed at and there's just a lot of things that you know that (laughs) that you know that you need to work on and you're okay with that and you this is the part of where you decide that, okay, these are the things that I need to work on. And these are the things that I can't change, but I'm going to accept them. And things that you can't change is like, you know, uh, your face. I mean, you can change them, but really with plastic surgery, but (laughs) no. Um, Meaning like you've accepted who you are and you've accepted the inside and and how you are as a person, but the things you can change, you've also accepted, but you also realize you can change those things. Like if, if you're not the weight you want to be work out, or if you want to gain weight or whatever you're trying to do, you can change those things. If you don't like the way you dress and you want to dress more, um, more sophisticated or more classy or better than what you have been, you can change that, you know, Focus on the things that you can change. And I think once you start healing, you focus more on the things that you can change and that you want to change and you embrace that and that you accept the flaws that you you can't change and you are ready to find someone who's going to love you flaws and all. That's that's what it is. Like one of the things that I've um, decided that I'm going to change is the way I dress. Um. I've come to a place where in my last relationship, I kind of lost myself. So I wasn't dressing up and my whole mindset was, oh, I have a man. I I don't, I don't need to dress up for what I already got a man. I already got him. He at home. Like, you know, and, um, that was one of the things I realized in my relationship that I could have worked on. Men have a first physical attraction that's important to them. So me not getting dressed up and always looking bummy it it it, you know it probably was a turnoff like (laughs) i'm pretty sure excuse me i'm pretty sure it was a a huge turnoff like to always see me in pajamas and i had got to a place where i lost myself and i didn't care about how i dressed and i would dress up every now and again you know but most of the time i was like i'm a mother i'm a girlfriend i i'm i'm just going to sit in these pajamas all day and now i'm to a space where i want to dress up more i want to get cute i want to dress differently 
because I'm I'm really I'm a jogging pants and t-shirt type of chick like that's what I'm going to I'm gonna throw on some jogging pants I love me some pajamas if I see some pajamas at Target I'm gonna buy that before I buy an outfit before I hit up Fashion Nova even if I'm on Fashion Nova if I see some pajamas I'm gonna get that that's just <laughs> I love pajamas I love comfort clothes but the older I get I'm, I'm I want to dress up I want to look cute I want to go out I want to be ready on the outside I want to look good I want people to see me and be like she looks nice she always look nice she always smell good she is very you know pretty and um I just want not only for people but I want to feel good that way when you get up and get dressed you feel you feel good and so I think that's that's a space I'm in of you know accepting the flaws but also knowing I'm about to go to the gym and lose this weight. I'm finna be body yaddy yaddy <laughs> this summer because why not? I wanna I wanna be I want to love everything about me. And I love everything about me and I'm accepting my flaws, but I'm also um ready to change the things that I wanna change. I'm not, you know, no shade to people who do surgery. But I don't want to do surgery. I want to naturally get my body together. I want to feel good about myself inside and out. And I already feel good about my inside. So I want to feel good about the outside too. So that's really, you know, accepting your flaws. Um, Let me see. Um, Another way that you know that you are healing is that you're able to set boundaries and you're speaking up more for yourself and this may not be for everybody because some people already do that but um when you start setting boundaries and and teaching people how to treat you especially the new you and i think that even the most the most boundary set person or the the person that's more assertive that speaks up for their self will have to do this again because as you heal and become a new person there's going to be new requirements for you and there's things that you're you know that you learn that you're not going to accept anymore and you're going to have to set that boundary with friends in your new relationships when you get to dating and um I think that setting boundaries is very important. It's not, it's how you know you're healing. If you can't set those boundaries, I think that you still got a little work that you need to do as far as, you know, standing up for yourself. Um and just knowing who you are cuz once you know who you are, you won't have a problem setting those boundaries. And yeah, it's going to be especially if you haven't set those boundaries before, it's going to be hard at first because people are going to be like, who, who do they think they are? Who do you think you are to be telling me no, or to be saying this to me? And it's because, um, I watched this video and it was saying how when people get upset, when you set boundaries, they didn't really love you. They love what you did for them. And that's how you know. So if they're upset that the fact and they don't want to be your friend or they mad at you because you're not, you know, basically letting them walk all over you anymore. They love what you did for them. 
Now, they may, you know, have some sort of love for you, but they can't love you if they're mad because you made a decision to say, no, I'm not doing that anymore. It is what it is. I can't do that for you anymore. No, I can't go. No, I'm not, you know, no, I cannot do that. No, I don't have any money. No, you can't borrow my car. No, you can't come over after a certain time. Just just boundaries. So when you set those boundaries and you're comfortable setting those boundaries and you're comfortable with who you are, you know, that's how you know you are you are truly healing. Um and I will say another way, and this would be my final way of knowing that you're healing, is you're ready to date. And um that's gonna be in our part four dating um you know you're ready to date you are ready to get back out there you are excited about it you have left the old relationship behind you you're not thinking about them anymore you know you have accepted that that's not gonna happen and i think that once you get to a space where you like okay i'm ready to date you know you are healing and i think um i read something that said that um after about three months, you can start dating again. Um, and it just depends on how much you have to heal, especially if you were in a long-term relationship. I would say give it six months. Um, but if it was not that long, maybe three months, two to three months until you're ready to date again. Um, but yeah, when you're ready to date again and, and you know who you are and you know what you want and you're ready to cut the BS out, you ready for any red flag that come up your way, you ready like you know you confident you ready and you know what you want and you're not gonna you know you're comfortable being alone you're not gonna let anybody step on you you're not gonna accept anything when you're ready to date is how you know too that you are healing or that you are fully healed and you know those are just a few things like there's a lot of things that you'll know There's a lot of things that you'll know when you are healing. You'll just feel different. You'll feel more confident. You'll feel ready to take on the world. Like your, you know, your mindset will be different and people will see the change too. Really listen to people saying, you know, you may not be seeing you grow, but other people are. And I I live for that. I love that. I love people telling me, not to sound like cocky or anything or but I really love people saying Brianna you have grown so much like even strangers like I don't know who you are but I've been watching you and I've seen you grow and um one thing I will tell you that has really helped me during my healing journey is therapy um therapy having supportive family and friends um actually doing the work has helped me and even talking to my therapist like we had a session today before I decided to record this and she was just smiling like okay I like where you you know where you are and it just it just does something to me to know that other people see it too because when you're just telling yourself you're growing and you don't really know for sure like you're like I feel like I'm growing I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and to hear it from other people just affirms you and confirms to you that okay 
I am growing. I am healing. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And, and you know, it's just nice to hear. So I think that um, really just, you know, get you a good support system. If you need a therapist, you know, get a therapist. I, it, I really recommend uh, therapy. It has helped me on this journey so much. I think I still would have did well without it, but I think I'm doing better with it. And so, yeah, um, so many things point to your healing and you'll know it and and you'll feel it. And, you know, once you get to that point where you are fully healed and you are ready to get back out here and and just, you know, work on really continuing to work on you, like not even if you're ready to date, you may be single and decide. I'm okay with being by myself right now. I'm just going to do a year of me. And uh, when I when I ended my relationship, I said I was going to give myself a year, six months to a year to heal. And I think it's been about six to seven months. And I feel like I am almost to the end of the healing road and that I am ready today. And um, I'm excited about what that means for me because... I have, listen, I've done the work. I've wrote down my non-negotiables. I know what I want and what I don't want, what I will and won't tolerate. I am very firm in knowing that. And um, I think dating is just practice of knowing if you really are going to stick to that. And so, yeah, I, I think I'm I'm ready and I'm excited about that part of the journey for me. Because when you get to this healing part, it, it it's amazing. It's something different. Is you know, and like I was saying, you don't necessarily have to be ready today. You may be okay with just you know chilling, being by yourself for a while. Like being in a relationship is work. You know, especially if you if you want to date to get married, you may want to take a little time to yourself and just continue to figure you figure you out and learn more about you and you know, whatever the case may be, and just relaxing your single in your singleness and let your husband maybe find you instead of going out and dating. You may just, you know, focus on you. And I've seen a lot of people do that where you just focus kind of on yourself and then boom, that man comes um in your life. And I think that's so dope because those are like the best love stories. Think like I wasn't looking for this and the the way they interact and the the way people talk about each other when they were not looking for each other is is amazing to me um but anyway um yeah whatever that looks like for you whether you're ready today or not you know if you feel healed and you feel whole and you feel like you're ready to just to continue to get to know you and and to continue on this journey, you know, of just loving yourself, you are ready, you are healed. And, you know, I just encourage you to stay on that journey and to not let anybody knock you down off that journey. And um, also, I just want to say this to invite God into your journey. Um, I talk about God a lot. And if you don't like it, you don't have to listen. But I'm going to talk about God, y'all. I have to because without him, I don't get through this journey. I took God on every part of this journey with me. 
And because of him, I am through to the other side. I've had people speak over my life. I've had words from my pastor. I've had, you know, things I've listened to and heard, things that just pop up out of nowhere sometimes. It's almost like signs from God that that show me that I'm healing or that warn me what not to do or that affirms me more, has made me more confident in I would never not invite him in. And even if you don't have a relationship with him, get one. Literally, it takes nothing but a time to sit and, and, and start praying and talking to him every day. And you don't have to have your life together. You don't have to be, um, you know, you don't have to be perfect. Like God is not looking for a perfect person. And remember, he created you. He know who you are. He know everything you do. So you trying to hide from him is 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 pointless. He knows exactly what you're doing <laughs> at this very moment. So go to him and talk about every single like you know kick it like you talking to your dad if you you know or your uncle or your mom or whoever he is your godly father. Talk to him and kick it with him and just you know tell him what you want, what you need you know, build that relationship with him and invite him into your healing stage, into your relationship. If you're in a relationship, whatever the case may be, invite him in so that he can speak to you and tell you and give you signs and whatever it may be, you know, um, I really do encourage that to invite God in. He, he really has helped me through this journey without God. Oh my God. Let me tell you, I prayed and cried so much that that those praying and crying moments I can look back on now and be like, Ooh, that's crazy. Lord, you be answering my prayers. You be listening to me. So, um, yeah, invite God in and, and just enjoy your healing journey. And once you get to this good part, after you did the snot and the crying and the, the work is really worth it to be here and be proud of yourself the way that I am proud of me. Um, I am glad that I went on this journey and I wouldn't trade it for anything. I wouldn't go back for anything. If anything, I wish I had done it sooner. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was it, y'all. I'm going to stop talking because I feel like this is about to be 40 minutes and I'm usually at a 30 minute mark. But you know, that's okay. For the people that want to listen, they will listen. And for the people that don't, you know, it's okay. I still love y'all. But um, yeah, we are going to be doing part four next week. It's going to drop at 5 a.m. You can listen to it all day. Okay, listen, um, it's going to drop at 5 a.m. You don't have to listen to it at 5 a.m., but that's when my podcast posts. It'll be part four and we're going to talk about dating. Okay, you know how to know you're ready and all that good stuff. So that was part three guys of the living single series on the good part of healing and um thank you guys for listening always drop me a voice message y'all or comment um share this podcast so other people can hear it you never know what other people are going through or who may do who may need to listen to it so you know share like comment you know, drop a voice message to me. I may put it in an episode. You never know. But um, I really appreciate all the support that I get and all the feedback and all the listeners. So thank you guys. I am Bree Speaks and I am out. Peace.